0: So I wanna I wanna I want to start off from the beginning of how me and you met. Um, we met um, in Hawaii in the in the Marines or whatever, playing football together. Um, what made you join the Marine Corps in the first place?
1: Um, well to be quite honest with you, it wasn't uh, any sense of honor or duty or country or anything. I was failing out of college. So I was failing out of college. Um, I couldn't go back to my mom's house, so I damn sure didn't want to live with my dad.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> did you um did you think about any other branch before joining the Marines? I actually went into the recruiter's
1: office. Um, there was a buddy of mine who was trying to get me to join with him on on the uh, the buddy program or whatever in the army. So I went to the army recruiter first with uh-huh. the, with him in the army uh, recruiter's office, and I was thinking I, I um I mean I didn't know much about the military, but I did know. That my uncles, like three of my uncles were and and my brother, my older brother, they're all Marines. Okay. I did know that. I did know the difference between the army and the Marines. And I I always said if I joined the military, I wanted to join the Marine Corps. So I mean I'm sitting in the army's off army officer or his army dude's office, uh, you know, just entertaining my friend, knowing in my head the whole time, like, look, I'm going down the hall to the Marine Corps. (laughs) So did your friend stay with the army or did he follow you? Yeah, he stayed, he stayed with the army. Uh, Okay. Yeah, and that was the last I ever saw him. Oh really? Yeah. We both left off of boot camp like a week later.
0: Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, because when I first when I was first deciding to join, I was um I was one of those who wasn't doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I was on two years probation. Uh <laughs> for uh uns- unsupervised probation for for stealing from a Sears. And um, so I I went into Air Force originally, then the Air Force was like, nah, you got too many (laughs) legal problems.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I went to the army, and then when I walked into the recruiting station, nobody was never in there. In the army one? Yeah, like nobody never worked over there. (laughs) So I walked, um, I'm walking out, and I've never heard of the Marines before. I don't know why, I've never heard of them before joining. And then um, I'm walking past this other office and um, I seen a guy who was one of the recruiters I had seen around my neighborhood. I didn't know he was a recruiter. He never said he was a recruiter, never tried to recruit me or anything. He was just messing with this girl upstairs from us. And um, I walked down. I was like, yo, I was like, what's up? He was like, hey, what's going on? And then from there, he like got me. (laughs) So... So that's crazy. That guy, that that dude was a Marine Corps recruiter
1: the whole time. Yeah. Damn. That's you know that's that kind of uh, reminds me of my own um, my recruiter, uh, Staff Sergeant Wilson. I'll never forget this dude. If you saw him in civilian clothes, I swear to God, you would never know that he was a a recruiter. Man, he had he had a grill, and then when you <laughs> throw out, he had one of those faces like one of those gold faces, like one of those permanent, like yeah. He's like, they had tattoos on his on his on his hands. I was like, "How the hell did you, what is this even was this even possible?" I, right, <laughs> but he was a, a recruiter, so I, I mean, it makes sense if you think about it. I guess they try to get them the the Marines that can relate more closely to civilians. So
0: yeah, you get to you join the Marine Corps. You 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 um you go through basic. You go through um, with MCT. Uh, S-O- uh yeah. SOI. Mm. Okay. And then where you get stationed at first? Uh I was on
1: the for the first four years and with uh First Battalion, Second Marines. How was that? How was uh how was Lejeune? Honestly, like when when we met, bro, when we met, uh I was on like the, the downside, the decline of my career. Um I have. I, I was with, unbeknownst to me at the time, I was already like going through, you know, my my alcoholism phase and 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 uh, and the decline in my career. When I was on the June, man, <laughs> a lot of people don't notice, but I was like I was considered like uh, kind of a big deal. Like um, that was the best time, the best time in my military career. Like I was, I was. Uh, a squared a, for lack of a better term a squared of uh-huh. yeah. Um I was co- combat meritorious promoted to every rank. Um I mean I I had a lot of a, a lot of people look up to me for you know traits that they say that they seen in me and you know that that brought me a lot of success early on in my career. For those
0: who don't know explain what combat meritorious
1: means. Uh it's basically a field promotion when you're in combat um Overseas is um, a general that promotes you, so you skip the battalion level. It goes like, um, I guess, uh, um, regiment level
0: promotion. And you have to be recommended for that, right? Or yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So um, you're going through Lejeune. When you leave Lejeune, uh, what rank are you? A sergeant. And then, at what point, I guess. From leaving Lejeune to Hawaii, I guess you're um did it start going downhill a little bit for you? Um,
1: to be honest with you, I was probably suffering from PTSD after my first appointment. My first appointment was the worst. Um, we were in Iraq in 2005, and it was uh you know shortly after the initial invasion. Um, and that was you know that was that was the worst deployment ever. Um, that I've been on. Um, and uh, unbeknownst to me at the time you know ptsd was a term that was always reserved for like you know weak bodies you know somebody yeah. that can't hack it and so i just kind of buried it like you know buried it with alcohol and 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 and, and cope with it in other in other uh in other ways like any other anybody else would and <clears throat> i guess i first started notice i it, i noticed it um maybe after I would say a few months after arriving in Hawaii. Uh-huh.
0: Did you you think that you your the drinking started because of the culture of being a marine? That, I think that has a that has a hell of a lot to do with it. Because I tell people all the time, because you know people think, look at me like, oh, this motherfucker always drinking. Mm-hmm. But then when I tell people, I was like, yo, before I joined, I've never had a drink or thought about drinking. I didn't drink until. I got uh stationed in Hawaii and I was with 20 22 Yeah. And I I've, I've got the same story too man. Um I
1: drank before I joined the Marine Corps but I mean I was <laughs> Okay, the extent of my drinking was like I buy a six pack and It'll be in my refrigerator until the fucking beer starts like curdling or whatever. Like yeah, that's how, like that's how old it'd be. Like that's that's how rare I drink. Even before my first appointment, bro, I would I would buy a six pack and it would easily last me a, you know a month. Right, I wasn't a big drinker, and then um, drinking was is, is such an ingrained in our culture that. Even even when I had developed into a full blown alcoholic, it was still accepted. Like, right? It was still accepted because I mean that's just what we did is is, is drink and being being that it was it was accepted so widely, I mean that, that that gave me no reason no excuse to stop. Right. So that's really what uh what contributed to uh to the decline on of, of the latter part of my military career.
0: And then, um, so how did that affect your? Your stature of the notoriety that you had as being a marine, like how how did it start affecting that? Um, well, to the to the Marines who knew me,
1: who knows me from the, from the June, even to this day, you know, it it it, it doesn't affect my uh my status with them. Okay, they, they know who I am, and they know who you know. They they know the type of marine, the type of man, and the type of person that I am. So that's that'll never come in question with them. Those mm-hmm. that really know me, right. um. Really, and when I was in Hawaii, I I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't in my unit long enough to establish any type of rapport with them to where uh-huh. they really understood and knew who I was. So to them, understandably, because if I was in issues, I would think the same thing of me, but I mean to them I was probably a piece of shit, you know, probably a right. sort of alcoholic, but they knew they had to have known that I wasn't always that way because of the status that, how I arrived to Hawaii, I was already a sergeant. I was already decorated. I have more ribbons than most of my staff sergeants and gunnies. Like yeah, they so they knew that I had to have been somebody at, at some point in my career, and they that 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 Marine and that person just never manifested when I was in Hawaii. I was just too far gone by then,
0: and. So when and then so when you get to Hawaii and then we end up meeting or whatever because of football, um and we call you stretch, your dick day. <laughs> um, was was football like an outlet? Uh, it definitely was. I mean
1: that's that's the only thing that I look forward to was playing football. Like that's why if we weren't if we weren't practicing, I was practicing by myself. Like honestly, that was the only the only thing that really kept me. Somewhat, <laughs> some right. You know, straight.
0: I, the same way. The same way with me because, um, and in my career, my I did a lot of dumb shit. Um, I you know, I had three NJP's and they tried to um they tried to court martial me twice, but I took it to. They tried to kick me out, and I took it to court martial twice, and then both of them got kicked back. So I was so I was that more that that marine was just like everybody just looked like like. But the funny part is before my njps um like because i worked at IPAC, you know i was in admin everybody used to come to me it was like asking me questions or um if a if if a uh, a general or, or somebody at camp smith needed their paperwork done they would send me or um you know something like that or i was giving these uh classes and stuff to to marines who's about to deploy, or they had just came back and I'm doing all that information and stuff. Um, my pros and cons was always high. Yeah. And as soon as I get in in um, a little bit of trouble with my uh my first wife at the top, now all of a sudden I'm 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 shit. I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody wants to wants to touch me type shit. So that kind of um put a thing in my head, it's like, okay. Like, like they really don't care about you see the thing the thing about the about the
1: organizations like the marine corps and you know i'm pretty sure it's the same all the way across the military um if you don't if you don't fit that mold if 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 you if you're not exactly like them yeah and you're you're a nobody you're an outcast and they and they ostracize you it's the same thing as, as like you know with, with, with politics man you're either with us or you're not right and, and and that's how it is <clears throat> um and i conformed to that like i was i was that guy like the first four years um but i guess you know me 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 being uh me being an alcoholic that's a that was a blessing and a curse um at the same time because yeah it was the down that was the the downfall of my of my career um but it was also like a rebirth at the same time, because okay. as I was going through that, I realized, like, man, I'm not this type of guy to just be taking listening to some other grown ass man without asking him why I'm doing something. Like, I'm supposed right. to just do this shit just because you say so? Like, why the hell are we doing this? Right. Like, I started to question everything that I was a part of. Um, I started questioning, like, why, <laughs> I mean, you're 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 not a robot. I've never been a robot. I've never been one to, you know, snap and conform. And right. I think that um when I first got in, I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to be successful. I wanted to, to make something of myself so bad I was willing to do anything to do that. And that's what that's what led to my to my uh, to my success initially. And then like I said, um, like I'm trying to, you know, state, me becoming an alcoholic kind of made me rediscover myself in a way, as I'm going through this trial by fire, (laughs) I'm I'm also learning about who I really am and finding out about myself and realizing like, and this ain't for me. I can't, I I can't live the rest of my life doing what the hell somebody else say all the time. Like that's not me. Right.
0: Right. And I remember when um, people used to have issues with me because just because I like, but like the same way you talking about just questioning things, or, um, cause you know that, that the saying they all like you're a marine 24 seven, right? And and I remember um, one of our master sergeants had pulled everybody together the the whole the IPAC or whatever, and he was like asking around like, so who feels like they're a marine 24 seven? I'm looking around, I'm seeing who's going to be honest, right? <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, you know, outside of work, when you're in the barracks, everybody has these these type of discussions. Yeah. And, and it's different from when they're in front of somebody. So I'm looking around, I'm like, I know that motherfucker's lying, I, yeah. he's lying. So everybody <laughs> raises their hand, right? So right. I'm the only one who don't have my hand up. Uh, so So master looks at me, he's like, Smith. He's like, why you ain't got the hand up? I said, to be honest, I don't feel like I'm a Marine 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And he asked me why, and I was like, well, a lot of people join for different reasons. A lot of people join and like since they was born, this is what they wanted to do. Right. Um, a lot of people joined because 9-11 and they felt like they wanted to defend their country. I said, Me, I needed a job. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted <laughs> I wanted to be more stable. And then um I said the same way when I used to work at Walmart and I was putting on the vest, it's the same way I treat this job is, as I take off my uniform out. I'm at, when I take my uniform off, I'm, I'm, I'm Eddie. Right. And, and I don't think, and I, and I think when people hear that or when he heard that he took that as like, I didn't take being a Marine serious. I don't think that mean I didn't take it serious. Mm-hmm. It was just that my, my reasons or for joining or whatever was different. You see, this is why I've always liked you, man, and I think this is this
1: is a large reason why I think I gravitated towards you because you're a real dude, man. Like you have no no play play, no 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 joking around, no mask that you put on. Like <laughs> you're the, <laughs> you're you who you are, whether you're in front of a four star journal or a private man. And and I and I and I love that, and I've always I've always admired that about you because I wasn't the same way. Like I was, I was, I was, you know, one of the ones that allowed the Marine Corps to let me believe that, you know, I'm I should be this way 24 seven, whether I'm in, right. high, you know what I mean, I should always stand ready, and and I, I bought into that. When I when when I do something, or when I feel like I'm a part of something, like I make that my identity, and that's what that's what I did. Uh, that's what I did when I was in the Marines until uh <laughs> I realized like. Even, even if, even if I wasn't, even if I, if I didn't go through that, that, that alcoholism phase, um, I think that I probably would have still been in, against my better judgment, right? At the time, and like I said, it's all I knew. Um, I already, I would, I, I would have already had. I got out of eight years, so I would have had eight years and already. There would have been no reason. It would have been more benefit for me to stay than. And leave. So I probably would have right. uh, would have, you know, through my whole life away. Man, everything happens for a reason. So exactly. Although, do I regret how things may have turned out in certain situations? Of course. Um but I don't think I would change anything because it made me, it made it, you know, all that made me who I am now. And I'm proud of who I am now. Um I think that. <clears throat> All of those times bumping my head and all those hard lessons, you know, made me a lot more, a lot more prepared for for life now.
0: Right. Probably. And I and I remember um when we first met, like one of the things that um like I admired was like you had like this like this controlled like intensity about you. <laughs> yeah, it, like you was like hella aggressive, but it was like it, but it was like not like like. Wow, it was like really controlled, and you had like this discipline about it. i was like i wish i had that like that type of intensity and um because i never i was never the type to like practice like by myself or, or whatever and we was always practicing together like uh, yeah. uh, a lot of times or um just like um so being around you, and or just from from football or whatever, like it helped me kind of bring up my intensity level because you was like always, always intense. Um, when when did you realize that your the the alcoholism, uh, alcoholism the alcohol issue was something that you needed to 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 figure out. Um, when I,
1: when I started missing, missing work, missing formations, you know, not showing up for, for duty, things like that, uh, that's when I realized, like, for me, I was yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> uh, something like this needs, something needs to change. Um, I didn't even reckon, I didn't even realize it was that much of a problem, honestly, But I don't know if you remember this or not, but do you remember, uh, this was, it probably happened, you know, often. So it wasn't just one particular time, but. Remember, you used to always say, "Man, when we would be in the huddle, and uh, um, when we're in the huddle and during practice and whatnot, you're like, man, somebody smelled like alcohol, man.' <laughs> like, that was me,
0: man. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that a lot, but that was me, man. Every time, I don't think I did. I always feel the, the. To be honest, I probably always thought it was uh, it was skinny. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, because, man. just just because I knew like we, we would drink whatever, but. But nah, I don't think I ever made that connection at the time. Yeah, but even then, man, I didn't even think
1: it was a, it was a, it was a real issue. Um, When my, when my ex Vicky, when she would bring bring it up, you know, I always dismissed what she said. I didn't think it was an issue. Like when I saw, I I started missing formations and field ops and work and and shit like that. I knew that it was. It was time to address it because that was now yeah. that's out of my character. If I say I'm gonna do something, you know I'm gonna do it. If I yeah. don't, then something something bad is happening. You know that's
0: something bad. <laughs> yes. And I remember like we had um, many of nights of like conversations and um, about the whole the whole issue. And I didn't I didn't want to make it I didn't want to make it seem like like. Like I knew all the answers or whatever the case is. And I just wanted to, like, if we wanted to talk, like I'd just be there to talk. And um, I just felt like that was my, I guess my role as your friend or whatever. Did you, um, do, do you feel like um, like Marines or like friends, like tell each other the truth enough? If that makes sense? Um.
1: I think for the most part, and and every other aspect maybe, but when it really when it comes down to shared experiences, like uh-huh. I'm talking about combat experiences, like witnessing your friends die or you know having to kill somebody and yeah. having to do a battle damage assessment and you know just all the all the gore that comes with that comes with what we did, which was which was uh, infantry. Um, I don't think that marines are honest honest with each other with how they truly feel now okay every other aspect i think uh um, yeah but when, when it truly comes to what's really what's really fucking with you like in terms of that i don't think it's it's discussed at all it's sort of like almost like taboo honestly. Right.
0: so now that you're you you identify like okay i may have uh or i do have a, uh my issue um, what, did you go to any type of, like, did you go to your command and say, Hey, I need like this, this and that, or did you do these kind of things on your own? No, absolutely not. My
1: command came <laughs> to me and said, this is what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, they sent me to, uh, it was a three month inpatient program at Point Loma. They flew me to a San Diego. It was like an inpatient, um, drug and alcohol rehabilitation program for uh, active duty, uh, um, okay. military. So I'm there with, you know, I've I met people there that uh, I'm still friends with to this day. So, I mean, I'm, I'm there with active duty military members from the Navy, Air Force, Army, like we're all in there fucked up, drunks, so alcoholics, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, it's this program where <clears throat> they introduce you to like 12 steps of of AA and NA, and you have to, you know, it's it's still, it's still as if, it's run like a military, like a, like a station. Like you, you gotta be in the uniform of the day but you focused on, like, on on you on like trauma and you know what caused you to go down this path or whatnot. And I, and, you know, it's it's even though I still drank after that, and I think that's a that's that's a hell of a program. It, instead of just kicking service members out with an OTH just because they pop on a piss test one time, right. and they have an issue. We should give them an opportunity to to correct that behavior and. I don't feel, I don't feel as if enough service members are afforded that opportunity because I never even knew about, um, inpatient rehabilitation program for, for service members. I thought once you popped it, once they realized you had a problem, you was gone, you was out of here. Right. So when I found, when, when I found out that they were sending me there, you know, I was, you know, I mean, honestly, I was quite grateful, quite grateful for the opportunity, but, um, I feel like, um, a lot of, a lot of service members, more service members than, than, than what most people realize would benefit from a program like that because there's a lot of a lot
0: of Marines out there that that, that do drugs and shit now. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I've seen I've seen people do a lot worse than than alcohol right. and and nobody knows it. Right. <laughs> I remember one time when um, I was what was I doing? Now nah, you know what I'm not going to tell that story, I <laughs> but how the court anyway? Th- there was there was one incident where I re- I realized when it comes to alcohol how um, hypocritical um, the Marine Corps is. the The night before, you could be drinking with your your, your staff or your gunny, or whatever the case is, and then the, and then let's say you fuck up um, somehow. Like one of my one of my uh one of my marines I I served with, she I think she was underage, but she was drinking with like a staff sergeant and whatever, and they knew that she was. Mm-hmm. And then somehow it it got up the chain, and then they tried to act like they never knew what was going on, and then they ended up like NJP and her and all that stuff. That's crazy. That, yeah. And I was just like, but you knew.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> so the 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 people that she was drinking with are the ones that turned around and burned her.
0: I don't. I. I think they. They burned her after it came to light. But I don't it. think they initiated. Yeah, I don't think they like told. But when it came to light, they were just like ah. Like they felt like their hands was tied. Yeah. See
1: that. See that's why I'm. I'm so glad that I'm on the career cast that I'm on, man. Because this bullshit like that. Like. Yeah. Man, I, I look at my client or or look at somebody. Man, for a look. <laughs> you better take it for the poor <laughs> also Right. For real, they want (laughs) to, listen, I'm not, I'm not a snitch. You know, I, I I don't tell, I don't tell the people's business. I don't even want to know other people's business because it ain't my business, but you're going to try and throw me under the bus. Cool. I may get thrown under the bus, but I'm going to drag your fucking ass with me. we both gone. So (laughs) we we can play that game if you want to. I want a court martial because the staff, staff NCOs that saying that they didn't know, um, they absolutely knew we were drinking together. So
0: let's get it. And, 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 I tell people, people used to come to me all the time when when they tried to NJP me and I was like, nah, I'm going to court martial." I, <laughs> I, had, I had like, everybody come to me and except for like one staff sergeant. Like that one staff sergeant was like, if you feel like this is wrong or whatever, then you can do what you need to do. Everybody else was trying to convince me, just take the NJP, just do this, just do that. I'm like, nah, yeah. I didn't do nothing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is one of the times where like, I really felt like I didn't do anything wrong. And then, um, so I was like, all right, I take it to court martial. It didn't even make it there. They, The the first sergeant, he just like, like dude, Like he's like, oh, we're just gonna drop whatever. And then I'm like, because y'all didn't y- y- have nothing. But well, didn't have nothing. That's exactly right. Listen, man, if
1: I would have known, if I would have known in the Marine Corps what I know now about the law, I would have yeah. never NJP, ever. I would have been court martial every time you your your prosecutors your
0: your battalion attorneys whoever they are versus mine right my defense team let's see who wins exactly yeah. was it before you got out or after you got out when you kind of like started to to turn the corner on your um on the on your alcoholism
1: uh honestly when i got out it got worse oh like, really Hell yeah when i when i got out because i mean um you have to understand like looking back on it now, um, I was sick, bro. I was real sick. Um All I knew was what like you have to understand when when, when we joined, when I joined, <clears throat> I really didn't didn't know anything about life or you no know, I was an was a 18, 19 year old kid when I joined. Um right. and then uh, when I get when I got out, all I knew was the Marine Corps. So I mean I didn't I, did like, you have
0: an idea what you wanted to do?
1: I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to do. I didn't know how to live on my own. Like I was I, I was starting from as if I never joined, basically, like screw right. it. Except this time I'm in a worse position than I was when I joined. Um so I all I did was I reverted back to what I knew, which was, you know, uh, animalistic survival mode. Like I lived in the, like, it was crazy, man. Like just, just thinking about this it's I can't even believe the own words that are coming out of my mouth. But, um, all I did was just keep up with drinking. It got worse, progressively worse. Um, I lived in the woods. I was homeless. Um, you lived in the woods. Yeah, but I went out and lived in the woods, man. Um, just living in in an animalistic level, like as like when you when you think of like homeless bum, like yeah. I'm not talking about like homeless as in, you know, I'm couch hopping and you know, I'm living with my with my parents cause I don't have my own address. No, I'm talking about walking around the streets, barefooted, sleeping on bus stops, like in, in parks and sidewalks, wherever I could in the jail. Wow. <laughs> I was lucky enough for the police to arrest me for the night. It was crazy. And I lived like that for a while, man. Um, <laughs> For about several years, I would say up until about 2016, I started. When did you get out? I got out in 2013, so about three years I lived like that. Well, I
0: had no clue.
1: Mm-hmm. Nobody did. Nobody did. Nobody uh, that I served with uh, knew. I just dropped off the face of the earth. I didn't, you know. And it was, it was a uh, a lot of it had to do with shame, you know, because I knew that you know this was no way to live but i not only did I not know any better i I didn't care at that point Vicky had Art left with the kids like I really had nothing to live for other than other than myself and at the same time, once again, I reiterate um I was sick like yeah. I was mentally mentally sick and um it, it was it, it was it went all that time undiagnosed it was not only it was only until I got diagnosed um that my condition started to get better because I actually knew what was wrong with me and it was being treated Right um, at that. At, at I would say around 2016, um, you know, I was still, you know, on and off drinking, but I knew that there was a better way. And I knew how to achieve that. It was just a matter of, uh, putting, uh, putting a rubber to the, to the road per se.
0: So when you got out, you, you originally from North Carolina. Right. And Charlotte. You went back to North Carolina. Yes. Okay. Um, and then, so two thousand sixteen you get diagnosed like how did that how that come about
1: well um like i said for the for the last for the prior three years before two thousand sixteen um you know I was in and out in and out of uh you know psych wars, homeless shelters, you know detox centers, hospitals, and i um how did I, I i forgot how exactly how i came across um came across some va help but somebody asked me um somebody knew i was a veteran i forgot how i think we might have been at the homeless shelter together or something and then he asked me have i have i ever been in touch with the va and i'm like you know no i haven't been in touch with the va uh because even though i got out with a you know they i got out with a general under honorable conditions but because of my first four years was served honorably as well, yeah my my overall discharge nature characterization of the discharge was honorable, yeah, <clears throat> I never knew that I thought it was less than that, so I didn't think that i could <clears throat> I could get any help from the v a so I've never been to the v a for all those years that I've been gotcha. out, and um once I got plugged into the v a <clears throat> it took a the process of enrollment and everything took a while, but once I got in and um I was able to you know go to this psych ward and be seen by uh, by by the VA doctors, I'm not saying that my life instantly, you know, became magical and right. it got better. But I was finally in the in the right place. Right, started for it to get better.
0: So at one point, did you figure out? At what point did you like? I'm gonna start going back to school, or I'm gonna um, I'm gonna try to figure out another way instead of being on the streets and stuff. Um. Well, like I said, the process began when I, um,
1: (laughs) when I got plugged in with the, with the VA. Um, It still took, it still took a while for, you know, not only for the medications and the therapy to kick in, but uh, me remaining, you know, sober. Yeah. And, you know, for me to find some direction of what I wanted to do. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know at what point I said, you know, I wanted to be a lawyer or, you know, I wanted to, Try and get my law degree. Um, all I know was, all I knew in my head was, all my life I've been, uh, I've been told, you know, that I have this remarkable gift of, you know, reading and writing, and and so I knew I wanted to, 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 to put that to use. I just didn't know how until I think it was like maybe the fifth or sixth time I've been arrested, like. <laughs> <laughs> um like all all of my time in and out of jails and and spending time behind bars and and, and getting to getting to know people in the system i've, I've realized that man 90 percent of those people that are in there are good people man like yeah. people really deserve to be in jail the only reason they're in jail is because of drugs or alcohol right and that's and and i would i would i would argue to say that it's more than 90 percent. like i would say by you. 95% of the of, of uh prisoners or inmates, whatever you want to call them, um would be productive citizens if drugs and alcohol didn't exist. So um seeing how the legal system messes and screws with these people because they're indigent, they don't have any means to afford an attorney or um let alone you know put money on their books. Right. Or, you know, people that are defenseless get steamrolled by the system. They don't give a damn. They will steamroll you. Just like in the military. If you don't know any better, they'll fucking slap you with NJPs left and right all day long. If you don't right. know any better, if, if, if you know better and even more powerful, if you have money, man, the system can't, oh shit, I'm sorry, baby. The system can't touch you. Right. All right. It's all right. So I think at, at some point, Oh shit. damn. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Damn. damn. Yeah, she, she, get, she gave she gave me that look like motherfucker. I love, <laughs> She gave me that look like you hurt me. Uh,
1: I, hate I think at some point I had connected that uh what I what I knew I was good at with what I knew I probably should be doing. And
0: yeah. yeah. So so you you finally you're like, okay, I'm going to school. I'm going to be a lawyer. So how was how was that process of like listen? I'm sorry. But she is not having it. I'm sorry. Cause I know like law and everything, that's a different type of animal.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I'll be honest with you, I've wanted to quit several times now. Like I, I don't think I've, you know, I've ever, I've, i told anybody that or make that common knowledge. But yeah, bro, <laughs> this is, it, it's, it's difficult. Um, every time that I want to quit, or every time that I thought about quitting, you know, I either, I either look at her, and, uh, you know, I think, think about the kids, think about C D and Mooma, but I look at her, um, and I just ask myself, like, what would I be doing if I wasn't in school or if I wasn't pursuing this? Like, I would just. I would be I, I would be either working for somebody or which I what, what I don't want to do, or just sitting at home, you know, not doing anything. Right. It's um, it's a matter of being a being a role model to to my son, to Victoria, and to her. Uh, it's a matter of making something of myself. Um, more than anything to me. Right. Like when people ask me what I do, I don't want to say I'm just a retired marine and I you know do not do anything. Right. I. I that that to me is 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 uh be, being being somebody is is worth more than than anything to me right that's what keeps me going and honestly no, the fact that knowing that uh that nothing worth having is is easy you know this shit is hard for a reason and i've never quit anything
0: before in my life
1: i'm not going to quit this
0: do you do you think sometimes you or do you think at all like, okay, I'm use I'm gonna use this moment as a like a, a redemption, like to make up for my marine career? Or this is totally separate? No, um,
1: I don't think that I owe anything to that, to my Marine Corps career. Um uh-huh. I don't think that I need to I don't I need to prove anything to myself. I know what I'm capable of. Yeah. Uh, and I know who I am and I know what type of work work ethic I put in. I know uh-huh. who I am. But I think that all the all those experiences that I've been through has opened my eyes even more to who I am. And I don't feel like I owe anybody anything, honestly. Um I don't feel like I owe a, a, a debt to the only people that I feel like I owe a debt to is, is my kids. Um and even though I feel like that's no fault of my own, that's still, a, that's still a, a debt that I incurred that I have to, I have to make it up to them and, and live for them. And the best thing, to answer your question, the best thing that I can do right now, um, and what keeps me going, is knowing that even though I may not be there with them every day, my kids, my yeah. other two kids, even though I may not be, be there with them every day, the longer that I remain healthy mentally and physically, and i I achieve what I set out to my, the goals that I set out to achieve, uh-huh. one day, my kids will come and they will need me. They will call um, the, you know somehow they'll they'll steal the phone from their mother and you know give me a call and, and I need to be able to be there and write sound sound by, sound mind and body yeah. when, whenever that day is. So that's what keeps me going, honestly. Above, above, above everything else, is being able to be there for them when, when that day comes. And what, what interest in part of the law are you leaning towards? Um, at first, to be honest with you, it was criminal law. Like that's the whole reason why I even uh, pursued this, this, this path is to, is to try to advocate for those that can't speak for themselves or advocate for themselves. But now. Um, I don't know if I want to deal with that. To be honest with you, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. Right. Uh, I think I'm leaning more towards now. Um, this is the first time I'm I'm saying this out loud, but um, honestly, I'm leaning towards uh, like maybe uh, contracts, real estate. Because the uh, uh, okay. market in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, is, is is booming, and a lot yeah. of people, a lot of people, our ages, are, are real estate agents, and uh, being a real estate lawyer, you know that. <laughs> I, I feel like there are fewer lawyers than there are real estate agents. So, I mean, that's that's a that's a honey pot right there, just waiting yeah. waiting to be tapped into. So either that or, um, um, I thought about maybe being an entertainment lawyer too, because a lot of contracts and negotiations, or, you know, stuff of that, of that nature are involved with being an entertainment lawyer. I got a lot of friends, you, uh, uh. family members that are like, I don't want to say. I don't want to say just just this does music for a hobby but like are really like on the cusp of you know making a name for themselves yeah and, um I wouldn't uh I definitely wouldn't limit myself if they if they uh needed a uh you know a lawyer to represent them or you know to uh
0: read over their contract or whatever exactly yeah so
1: I definitely thought about thought about uh, that avenue as well. So, so, how much time do you think you have left? I have uh, about two and a half years left. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's it's still a while, right? It's it's still a couple of years. I mean, this isn't this is I, this isn't a uh, something that you can you can earn in a in a few months, right? Right. But first of all, I had to finish my degree, and then once you get your degree, then you have to. Only then, then and only then can
0: you go into law school. Like you can't go into law school without it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, that part I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, what's your degree in? In law. <laughs> oh. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean you can get a degree in anything, and and and,
0: uh, and go to law school. Mine just happened to be in in law. <laughs> okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. And so, how you like in uh, in, uh, in in Northern Kentucky? In Kentucky, it's all right. I like it. Um. It's it's a lot more racist up here
1: than in uh Charlotte. But uh, you know, I, I stay to myself just like I, you know, everywhere else I go. Um the people overall, I would say overall are nice. Um yeah. i have be chilling down in downtown Newport and Covington. i have be going down there on the on the levee, you know where I'm talking about? I yeah, I know, I know the area, I just never been there though. Okay, yeah. So I'd be down there a lot, uh, walk across the bridge to Cincinnati or uh you know, drive drive to Cincinnati, mm-hmm. Newport, uh, Fort Thomas, Walton, like what you doing? This whole area, <laughs> this whole area up yeah, here, I love it. I do. Good, yeah, good, good. I do. Cause I it's um we're close enough to Cincinnati to where if we need to go go to the city for anything, whatever that is, it's right there. Right. And we're far enough away to where, you know, if anything pops off or you know, um. We're, we're we're not within city
0: limits. Right, right, right. We're not here right. with these damn coyotes. <laughs> and then um, my last question for you, then I'm gonna let you um, tend to your daughter and everything. Um, people, because people ask me this all the time, and so, and I kind of struggle with it with it sometimes. Um, if if somebody asks you about if they should join the Marine Corps or not, what would you say? Um, it depends on who's asking right but some people are built
1: for it like honestly me and you are built for it i'm not saying that we weren't but it takes a it takes a a certain kind of person to not only just be built for it but to succeed at it and to really love it and to make it like a, a career yeah 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 it depends on who's asking um truth be told depending on who's asking like you know, some people are, are 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 destined for for more for better things than the than, than the military, right? Um, if it was somebody like my daughter asking, I, you know, hell no, that's not an option, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know, I don't know, Eddie. Um, depends on who's asking. Okay, okay. But I mean, I'll, I'll give her my honest. I'll try my best to give my an honest answer.
0: Yeah, I, I I try to take out my my I just give my experience and take out my biases. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like um. I, well, I'll give them my biases because I think bias has some truth in it. Okay. Because it all comes from your experiences. Right. 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 That, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So I'll I'll give them a little bit of my bias, but I'll I'll give I'll I'll try to be more more factual than than opinionated. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Well, I appreciate you taking the time, man, to speak with me, man. Um, oh, man. We need to talk more, bro. Yeah, I just about to say that we definitely um, should definitely should, should stay in contact, and um, I I I, I've, I I talk about like all my friends all the time, and I'm just glad that um, like that I have friends who I grew up with or I, I served with, who's mm-hmm. actually, you know, saying. In a, in a better space, and we're all like yeah. kind of like getting to where we want to be, and it's, so I'm I'm glad to see that.
1: Yeah, that that makes me happy as well. That makes me extremely happy to see it. It, it even it's even sweeter when it's somebody who who I you know I would never expect you know to <laughs> yeah yeah to be anything. I know that sounds harsh. what <laughs> kind for that, but I don't um, right. <laughs> it's just what it is. I just, right. I, most people who I don't expect to be anything, I, that makes me especially happy when I see them turning out to, you know, make make their lives better. Um, I like to see all, all everybody that I know doing well, um, regardless of what our relationship is. Yeah. So um, I'm happy to see that you're doing well.
0: And I'm gonna have to. Um, I'm. I, I think I want to. Cause I usually go to Kentucky for my birthday in March. Mm-hmm. So I I'm might, I might have to come um, pull up on you one time. Yo, hey, let me know when you're in Kentucky. What what part do you come to? Louisville, right? Rat, Radcliffe. It was uh, like Fort Knox area. That's probably like Fort Knox? But yeah, it's, it's 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 probably it's probably about 30 minutes from Louisville.
1: That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. yeah. But like, if it's 30 minutes from Louisville, then that means it's 30 minutes from me. Because Louisville, we're about 45.
0: Because Louisville is an hour and a half. Yeah, cause I fly in. I fly in Northern Kentucky when I come. When I come, you fly into Covington or Cincinnati. Uh, it says Cincinnati, but it says Northern Kentucky on the. You probably fly into Erlanger
1: or Walton or something like that. But if you if next time you you in the state, man, just let me know. Shit, I'll come to you. All right, I definitely, I definitely do that. However, however, we got to meet up. But yeah, you can you can come by the house, man. We just bought a house here like seven eight months ago, so you can stop by the crib. Uh, I definitely okay however- bet. However, however you want to meet up, man. I'm more than
0: welcome over here. I'm i I'm i I'm a, I'm a hold you to that invitation too. Yep. You're more than <laughs> welcome. For real. Gotcha. I don't, I don't drink though. Oh, hey.
1: I do. I do either. You, you got this thing recording, so I won't say other things. But you know, <laughs> I don't drink. Okay, cool. But we can, but we can still, we can still, uh,
0: unwind. Right, 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 right. All right. Well, I'm um I'm gonna let you go, bro. And um I pre again I appreciate you having this conversation with me.
1: Yeah, no problem, man. I I I think it's a good it's a great thing you're doing, and um um I hope that I hope to see this grow because I think that um uh we can learn from each other and and our experiences. Like I said, seeing somebody you know a normal person before yeah. they get big. I want to, you know, seeing how, seeing how they overcome obstacles. I think that'd be a, a, a great outlet, a source of inspiration for others. So I, I like what you're doing and I hope you keep it up. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. No problem. I'll keep in contact with you, bro. Definitely. Definitely.